0: Welcome to our podcast, which we hope you're going to absolutely love and that you're as excited as we are to be starting this new journey with you guys. My name is Elizabeth Jambi. I am the founder and CEO of Wakilisha Initiative, and we'll be talking more about what it is that we actually do later on in this episode. Now, to my amazing and talented (laughs) co-host, who should really be on radio on TV or something like that, I'll let him introduce himself and also tell us what it is that he does at Wakilisha.
1: Hi, everyone. I am very excited to have you guys join us on this new journey. My name is Brian Bright, and I am the Director of Communications at Wakilisha. So basically, I lead the communications department and the public awareness and advocacy team.
0: Since you're in charge of communications and public awareness and advocacy, do you want to tell us what it is that this podcast is going to be about?
1: Absolutely, yeah. Um, This podcast is basically meant to have discussions about children in conflict with the law, so all kinds of discussions we can have from, you know, what are children in conflict with the law? What are some of the challenges they have? um, Who are all the people involved in the um with children in conflict with the law? So we'll be talking to all these people just to get a grasp of who children in conflict with the law are and what we can do to protect children in conflict with the law.
0: And uh, we're also going to make this fun, right? <laughs>
1: oh, yes. That is one thing I'm very excited about. just begin you know with everyone who's listening to us right now they probably don't even know what Wakilisha is and I am glad that you know I'm doing the inaugural podcast with the founder of Wakilisha <laughs> so perhaps Liz just tell us what is Wakilisha?
0: Wakilisha initiative is a non-profit aimed at promoting access to justice for children in conflict with the law. So Wakili is the Kiswahili word for lawyer and Wakilisha is the Kiswahili word For represent, so I think just that kind of encompasses a lot of what we do. Children in conflict to the law are children. That is anyone below the age of eighteen years that has been accused of committing a crime. So these children are actually facing charges in court. And what Wakilisha does is we want to ensure that their, you know, their rights are protected and that they're accessing justice. Can you imagine being in court? You're facing charges. And you don't know, right. you, do, you have no idea what the law says. Um, some of them actually dropped out of school at such young ages and they don't have anyone to represent them. So we partner with advocates who are willing to represent them pro bono. That's our first arm. The second arm is mentorship and talent development. One of the reasons why one would be taken through the, juvenile, the justice system and even maybe committed to an institution is that you want them to reform. You want them to be rehabilitated. And that's our goal. If we can reduce recidivism, that is exactly what we want. And we also want to aid reintegration, you know, especially for children that have been committed to institutions. They're going to leave and they're going to go back into society. But how are they going to go back? What skills have they learned during their time? in the institution so that's why we have mentorship and talent development programs and then the last thing is public awareness and advocacy very few of us actually you know think about these children as a vulnerable group in society in fact we don't even know what they go through in fact Just before I started Wakilisha, I also didn't know where such children are held and, you know, what their stages in their lives look like. Mm -hmm. So that's what we intend to do. Raise awareness in terms of the existence of these children, the rights that are owed to them and the rights that are not being met and also push for reform through advocacy. So, yeah, that is what Wakilisha is. And that's what we do.
1: Um, Well, first of all, you know, there are words like recidivism and (laughs) reintegration being thrown, you know, in that (laughs) response. And I'm sure there are people who might not even know what that is. But don't worry, we will be having, you know... Episodes where, you know, by the time we're done with just even the first season, you should know what all these things are. So don't worry if you don't know what they are right now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, of course, Liz, just to take you back, I know you've said what Wakilisha does and, you know, what inspired Wakilisha. But then I want you to repeat a story that I've had a million <laughs> times over. <laughs> but I'm sure, um, you know, just, you know, no one just, you know, it's not your everyday thing. You don't just wake up and decide, you know, children in conflict with the law. I should start an organization on children in conflict with the law. You know, it's not your everyday thoughts. So, like, what led to children in conflict with the law? Why not women in prison or women in the juvenile justice, in the justice system? Is it something you read or something you saw? How did that come about? And how did you create your first team? Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Um, well... You, you joined us to when You joined Wakilisha in,
1: in March, March, actually. Yeah, March yeah. of
0: 2020. Yeah. And you've heard the story a million times. <laughs> so I don't know. Do I talk too much? <laughs>
1: oh, uh, I'll plead the fifth on this
0: one. <laughs> anyway, um, so I started Wakilisha in my last year of university. I am. I I mean, I'm also a lawyer. So Mm -hmm. in my last year of law school, I was part of this club known as the Students Association for Legal Aid and Research. It's a mouthful, but in short, it's SALAR. S-A-L-A-R. Anyway, so yeah, I was part of SALAR and we would do legal aid activities, but I have to be honest. I went for very few.
1: <laughs>
0: Probably none, but let's stick with few.
1: Understandable. <laughs> I went to only one in the course of my university life. I have.
0: Yeah, because for me, I was always so scared as a student. What do you mean? We're going to advise people and then what? Right. So, yeah, if I tell you, no, you this is what you should do. But then actually this is not the right cause. So yeah, anyway, I really had a lot of anxiety over legal aid. And then one time our leader, her name is Leah, she said, you know, we're doing this activity. We're going to be going to committee YCTC and we're just going to be doing a data collection exercise. And I think Leah, Leah Kanyangi, wherever you are, shout out to you as well. I think she knew I was afraid of actually legal aid. So she said, no, it's just a data collection exercise. And I was like, yes, <laughs> sign me up for that. <laughs> Plus, I didn't understand how we were going to committee to talk to boys. I didn't get that concept yeah. because if you're Kenyan, you know what committee represents. Yeah. Even as you were growing up as a child, she's mm-hmm. the big, dark place totally, in yeah. Kenya. You never want to step in, let alone visit. <laughs> you're taking yourself now voluntarily, yeah. you know. And for me to hear that there were kids there, that there were boys, I really wanted to understand what exactly mm-hmm. is it, what kind of situation is it. So, yeah, I signed up for that exercise. And as I was, I was talking to a number of these boys, you know, I realized a pattern: poor family background, yeah, or broken down families, orphans. Mm-hmm.
1: You
0: know, it was the same thing over and over with every other boy I talked to. I remember a good number of them, probably a majority of the ones I talked to, were mostly in for narcotics. So uh. narcotics and this crazy charge which i find insane preparation to commit a felony (laughs) let me not go into that (laughs) but yeah so most of them were in there because they were either caught in possession of bang or something Mm -hmm. and you know it could be just one rule for some of these boys i think it's like 25 shillings or 50 shillings if i'm not wrong And now they're finding themselves in an institution such as committee by CTC. And I just wanted to do something about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I went back to class and there was a juvenile justice, sorry, there was a justice challenge at the time organized by Hill. Mm -hmm. And I remember I saw it when I was in class, in disability law class, and I just started doodling on my book. And I was just like, yeah, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to solve this situation. And I talked to a friend of mine, At the time, they really wanted um, innovations, like Mm -hmm. actual technological innovations. I talked to someone who I knew is like a guru when it comes to anything tech, Mm -hmm. um, graphic design, and whatnot. And he was psyched about it. And he said, Yeah, I mean, let's do it. And I was like, Really? (laughs) I mean, wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when you're setting something and you tell someone, and they agree with you. So mm-hmm. that was it for me. And then I got someone else. And soon, you know, soon we were a team. Yeah. And yeah, and that's how Wakilisha was born.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, that's amazing. And yeah. even, you know, just to have someone believe in your dream, you know, a very random dream, you know, at, you know, the first mention of it is is really amazing. I agree.
0: Really yeah. Is. Right. As I was talking, it just hit me. You joined us in March i did so i've only known you for less than a year you
1: have known me for i don't know eight months thereabouts
0: my math is not
1: (laughs) (laughs) i don't don't fault you but yeah i mean i've known you longer because of um past um engagements work engagements but yeah i mean with wakilisha eight months
0: it's very interesting and um also just on the back of that You joined us in March and that's when the first COVID case was, you know, reported in Kenya. Right about
1: that time, yeah. Fellow Kenyans, I want to inform you that the Ministry of Health has confirmed the first coronavirus case in Kenya.
0: I just want to reflect on COVID, you know, in terms of everything that everyone is going through. I just Mm -hmm. keep thinking of children who are institutionalized at the time. And they've not seen their parents yeah. for all these months mm-hmm. because we currently have a ban on prison visits. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the good thing about um, juvenile centers is that, you know, th- you know, they understand that these are children. So right. they will put in place me- measures where the children are able maybe to call their parents, but it's really not the same. Yeah. Um, well, I don't want to dampen this episode. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's very important that we all just think of covid and how it's affected everyone's lives and even though sometimes it's also really hard just congratulate yourself for any small thing
1: literally yeah yeah pat yourself on the back for you know that thing that you would think is a very minor accomplishment but in these times you're living in trust me nothing's minor like no accomplishment is minor and even if you haven't accomplished you know anything it's it's still all good i mean this year has been crazy on each one of us it's it's not been easy yeah
0: yeah that's Mm -hmm. true
1: um i know the statistics out there for children in conflict with the law crazy about 80 percent of children don't even have representation and this is something you might have mentioned um when we were starting this episode but what does this even mean what is the juvenile justice system or process like in kenya that you know when we say 80 percent of children don't have representation it's such an alarming statistic
0: So if you commit a crime and you're arrested by the police or maybe there was a complaint and then investigations were done and, you know, you were then you emerged as a suspect, you would then be arrested. Mm -hmm. And arrest means that you're taken to a police station. Uh You may be granted something that we call police bill. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can pay and this. And this is not Kenyan paying. Hey. It is not corruption. <laughs> I'm not talking corruption. I'm talking legitimate, legitimate, legitimate police bill. <laughs> yeah. And then you're let go. I think it depends on the severity of the crime, the crime yeah. and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so there's that process. Or, you know, you'd have to be arraigned in court within twenty four hours yeah. um so that you can answer to your charges and make an application for bail. Mm-hmm. So two things happen. You're either granted bail or you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it's a the constitution says that everyone has the has right, the to, right bail. to bail. So at least you have that right to ask the court to grant you bail. Mm-hmm. But then there's um there's reasons why one would not be granted bail. Uh-huh. So say maybe um, bright, you're connected yeah, and yeah. They, they give you bail, and next it thing you know, bright is posting pictures <laughs> in God knows where. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so you could escape or you could maybe cause harm to others around you, mm-hmm. and sometimes the community also does not want you back. So yeah. it, like this is actually something that happens with children. Mm-hmm. The parents say, Yeah, I- I sadly. Yeah. But yeah, so there's very different, there's a number of reasons why one might not be granted Mm -hmm. bail. So you're either granted bail or not. So if you're granted bail, then you pay your bail amount and you go and you just have to keep coming back Mm -hmm. uh, when your case is due in court. Yeah. But if you're not granted bail, then you have to remain in remand Mm -hmm. so you'll be taken to a remand facility Mm -hmm. and that applies to both adults and And children children. now what's sad about like our work and what we do is that most of these children because remember I started by saying most of them are from poor family backgrounds Mm or orphans I mean most a majority of them who've got to that point cannot even afford bail We've seen children whose bail has been set at 5,000 shillings. That's $50. And a number of them, their families, are not able to raise that amount. Yeah. So they're going to be taken to a remand facility. Now, the good thing when it comes to children, we have provisions that say, that is legal provisions that state that children should not be held together with
1: With adults. adults, So at
0: least once it's ascertained that this is a child, then they'll be held separately. But you know, some things are either easier said than done mm-hmm. or just said and not and done. Not done <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, you'll find certain challenges and, you know, sometimes this is a child, but they've actually not been identified as a child. Yeah. So you'll find them, you know, getting lost in the adult system or things like that. Yeah. So that's the point at which they're in remand and they're going to court. Mm-hmm. Now, whether or not you've been given bail, you still need to appear in court. Yeah. Now, if, if I was arrested today, I'd find an advocate totally. to represent me. Yeah. If you're my friend, and you're an advocate, and I'm ever arrested, you best be ready to uh, represent that's
1: me. <laughs> <best mates. laughs>
0: yeah, so you need an advocate to represent you mm-hmm. in court. So you're going to court, and you're being asked, do you plead guilty? Unakubali mashtaka ama unakata? For a person or a child, a girl who does not even understand what are we seeing? Some of them don't understand. Why are we here? Yeah. You, what did I do?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Some were probably street kids that were wrapped up at night. Right. What happened?
1: Yeah.
0: We were able to understand that mm-hmm. there's certain elements to a crime. Yeah. If you're charged with this, 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 and that, that must be R- right. proven. Right. Proven. But if you don't know that, what are you going to say? Mm-mm. And you know, you'll you find some of them are told by people on the corridors, sematu, you're guilty, you <laughs> kubali, or something yeah. like that. So, I mean, it's 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 such a bad situation. Mm-hmm. And some of them, because they know, they'll say no, Yeah. so you'll find that this child, if they were not granted bail, will go back to remand.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they have to stay in remand for as long as that case is in court. Yeah. Can you imagine? You don't understand what your case is about. <laughs> you don't even know that you have the right to get witness statements. You don't even know anything about evidence and how are things Proven, uh, what is cross examination? You know, yeah. But you're still expected to go to court and represent your case. uh uh-huh. It's like that. That's exactly the situation that we have. And ideally, um, cases where children are accused should be heard should be heard and determined within six months. Mm, but that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. I yeah. can tell you for sure. <laughs> I know of cases that have gone for three years. Yeah. And. You know, it's really, really sad. Yeah. But we'll get to talk to advocates about that. I'd I'd like to hear more from my seniors. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so that's the process when you're, you know, during the court process. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, you're either found guilty. Now, this is for someone who pleaded not guilty. Mm -hmm. You're either found guilty or not. Mm-hmm. So if you're not guilty, you are acquitted and you can go. Yeah. Don't forget you already lost all of this all time.
1: All this time. Yeah. yeah.
0: If you're found guilty, then you're committed. Mm-hmm. And we don't say, please, I'd like people to realize some of these words that we're using in this episode. We yeah. don't say um a convict. We don't say accused person. Yeah. We, that's why we're saying it's a mouthful but children in conflict with, with the, the law. law. Yeah. Because you need to be cognizant of how this affects their mental status mm-hmm. as well, which we'll talk about in mm-hmm. another episode. So yeah, subscribe. <laughs> um. Anyway, so when they are committed, it depends on the even when, uh, they are they a first time offender, um, boys, girls, things like that, mm-hmm. and then they'd be committed to a certain institution for a given period of time. Yeah. And yeah, so then they serve their committal period, some of them might be released beforehand and there are things that go into determining that process, which again we will talk about. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then now after they've served the committal period, then they're released back into society. Mm. And that's now what we call reintegration. Reintegration, Yeah, Yeah, you're Mm -hmm. coming from your committal back into society. And actually, reintegration happens at all these stages because I could face stigma just because I was arrested. Yeah. 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 I could face stigma because I went to court. Whether or not I was guilty. Whether or not
1: you're guilty. Yeah. Yeah. I,
0: and and you know and after you know mm-hmm. the reintegration actually I think for me starts from the point at which you start interacting with the system. Yeah. So that is the entire process. I hope I've shed some light on it for someone who's who does not know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. So you need an advocate to say no. This person is a child. You know do an age assessment right yeah and because they are a child they should not be in industrial area yeah take them xxx uh-huh. or no okay this matter is coming for hearing we need to cross-examine we need mm-hmm. to examine witnesses etc yeah. we need every child in country to the law to be, represented. to be represented
1: yeah yeah and yeah and i hope that's a conversation we can you know continue having i know the judiciary has said something about this and we will bring it up at a later episode with um, an advocate. And yeah, we will, this is one of the things that we're working to see that, you know, every child has legal representation. And of course here at Wakilisha, we will tell you how, You can partner with us to do that um, a little bit later. But I want us to have some fun right now. Yes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Liz did mention that we're going to be playing games in this um, podcast. And I am actually very excited for today's game. Uh, When we have new people, new team members, join us at Wakilisha, We have them introduce themselves um, to the entire group and tell us their name, blah, blah, blah. But then they have to tell us one fun fact about them, something that we obviously don't know because they're new. And I obviously know Liz, but... I we're gonna play this again in this episode. Just fun you know, facts always come up. Yeah. Just <laughs> for her to raise the fun facts, you know, share a fun fact about her. I wanna be surprised. I hope it's something I don't know. <laughs> and I will also share a fun fact about me that I'm very sure. I did not raise when I joined Wakilisha, so I don't think you know it. Okay. Sh- sh-
0: should you maybe go first? I um, I
1: I, uh, no, you can go first. <laughs> <laughs> you go first and I'll share mine.
0: Okay. Um, hmm, my fun fact. Well, <laughs> I hope this is fun. I actually play FPL.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait, you know, I, I can't even imagine you. Um, Wait, you... You do? Wait,
0: is that a compliment that you can't imagine? I
1: can, I, yeah. I, I guess I, I guess I take you too seriously. I, I, I don't know. And maybe I just don't know what you do to unwind. I'm a whole lot of fun. But
0: I'm yeah, a whole I, lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, if I may the, say so it mind.
1: is very interesting to hear this. Wait, how do you play it with like friends or online or like?
0: Well, um, before people start coming at me, I am improving my game. <laughs> <laughs> So I just started playing FPL not too long ago. This is my second season, which I'm doing poorly. So <laughs> don't even ask to add me in your league because I will miss that message. <laughs> I will blue tick you very seriously. Um but yeah, next season you can add me.
1: <laughs> wow. Well, I I you guys, I I I don't play FPL. So if I did maybe I So I'm the good one. Yeah, yeah. Clearly. <laughs> um yeah i i would have added her and then you know come back on this very podcast and be like ah she's not that good or yeah but yeah right. sorry i can't give you feedback guys but that is amazing i did not see that coming at all <laughs> and definitely take it as a compliment <laughs> thank you
0: thanks Bright. so what is your fun fact blow huh. us
1: away <laughs> okay it's it's not mind-blowing but i i being a kenyan i think i should start with this being a kenyan i cannot make the food that feeds pretty much the entire kenyan population i cannot cook ugali. Just, ah, i can
0: tukowengi. make
1: ah, oh my god I, do you know how relieving this is i i tell people you know because people who know me know i can cook really really well right should we do an episode
0: of you maybe totally i
1: mean i i'm blowing my trumpet here but i mean (laughs) i can cook but ugali is the one thing that i refuse to learn i i just don't get it i yeah it's i guess it's it's my it's my fun fact yeah i'm the one person who can cook you know anything mexican filipino whatever but not not ugali that I was raised up eating oh, wow I just don't I, I can't bring myself to cook it I have tried and failed and it's the one thing that I've tried cooking and failed so I refuse to be embarrassed like that again and yeah I, I've cooked it once and guys are like ha? <laughs> you know <laughs> that's well, embarrassing for my perfect. soul ah, what what too? Watch. Ah
0: yeah
1: Anyway, did um,
0: did did anyone catch the hint of Uswahili in you? Maybe we need two fun facts from you. Anyway, anyway. Ha! I will will not press. I will
1: share it again. I'll share. (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll share. I'll share. I'll share what she's hinting in the next episode. Yeah, Uh, remind me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That's that's really cool. I guess we are fun people.
1: Yeah. Well, (laughs) we've had way too much fun in this episode. I almost don't want to end, but we have to start wrapping up. And of course, this podcast um we might have said this before, but we're really aiming for it to be very solution oriented. You know, we want to have conversations, have fun, and all that, but then at the end of each each episode, um what solution are we fronting? You know what can people do out there to make yeah. things better?
0: And just going right into it. Mm -hmm. Whenever I tell people about Wakilisha, they seem very impressed. I mean, which I'm very, very happy about. Uh, But sometimes people go and tell me, oh my God, that's such amazing work you're doing. I feel so bad that I'm not a lawyer. And actually, no, this is not about lawyers. I mean, a lot of it has Mm -hmm. to do with the legal workings Mm -hmm. of it all, especially with our first and main pillar. But there's something for everyone. Yeah. So, for instance, we are receiving training on child psychology from one amazing Mrs. Margaret J. here.
1: Bless her. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, there's something for right in this child psychology. If you're in IT, which you would think is very remotely removed from everything we're doing, we're going into a digital world, you know. Mm-hmm. So what does IT and technology have to do with children in conflict with the law, what solutions can we implement maybe for advocates to find it easier to take up cases? Mm -hmm. Um, If you're a financial advisor, what skills can you impact onto these kids? If you're in sports, if you're, you know, whatever skill that you have, there is somewhere where it could be plugged in. Mm -hmm. And I always say, just reach out, ask, you know, say, this is what, this is my capability, or this is what I do. And it doesn't have to be your professional um, you could be a lawyer, but you're like, oh, I, I sing. I can sing. Yeah. You know? What can I do with that? Mm-hmm. And where can I plug in? Yeah. And there's always going to be something. You uh-huh. don't have to, um, you know, work with children in conflict with the law. Where do you feel your calling is? Where are you feeling the urge to make a difference? Yeah. Go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Start now. Start with nothing. And you'll get there. I mean, we didn't have anything to start this podcast. And look at us Uh, now.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. See where we are. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's always something for everyone. So just go ahead Mm -hmm. and do it. Go ahead and start. Um, If you're listening and want to plug into Wakilisha, head on to our website, Mm -hmm. (laughs) www.wakilisha.org. Go to the contact us page and you'll see various ways in which Mm -hmm. you can reach us. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Great. Yeah, that's amazing. I hope everyone um, took note of that. Thank you guys for listening, for tuning in and listening to this um, episode. It has been amazing doing this uh, first episode. We look forward to future episodes, of course, with all our different guests that we'll have on this podcast. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are at wakili.sha on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn and at wakili underscore on Twitter. Please follow us visit our website. Like Njambi said, we're still gushing about it. We're very excited about it. It's www.wakilisha.org. We have an amazing resource hub for you to learn all things about children in conflict with the law. We have a donate tab where you can click and support us from wherever you are in any kind of way. And catch our next episode where we delve into unpacking some serious juvenile justice terminologies and statistics for you to understand what it is we do and why we do all this so yeah see you next time
0: and subscribe to the podcast subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe subscribe give us good ratings and reviews from whichever directory you're listening on and um see you next time
1: yeah see you guys bye-bye
0: bye